News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. This is On the Mark. I am Mark Hespin, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you massive weekend today at Cunis Country, uh, 0% select Hondas, Hyundais, new vehicles, trying to hit those end-of-the-month goals. I was just talking with uh, Jason Buxman, general sales manager there, said, hey, let them know we got to hit these goals, make a deal. Your trade-in's never been worth more. All right, lots to get to today. Episode seventy-five of On the Mark. Thanks for making us a part of your uh, your Saturday morning routine. Also, if you want, you can follow along on the Facebook Live. We've been having a lot of fun with the Facebook Live. Uh, we appreciate everyone who's uh, tuning into that. Uh, you can always follow me on Twitter, on Instagram at Mark Hespen, M A R K H E S P E N. Great way to get involved with the show. Okay, so the world of football keeps on giving us stories, giving us headlines. And uh, as I said on the show last week, I try to stay out of rumors. I don't want to dive too much into just the, oh, hey, are the Bears going to trade for Aaron Rodgers? Anything that's nonsense. But when we actually get words and we actually get stories from agents and players themselves now that's real we can talk about that we can dive into it and that's what we'll start the show with has been headline number one russell wilson making some news Hespin's headlines on the mark all right has been headline number one number one russell wilson has the list now you all know uh if you've been listening to the show how highly i think of russell wilson going into last year I said Russell Wilson was the second best quarterback in the NFL behind only Patrick Mahomes. Now, he had a uh, a very great start to the year, a struggle at the end of the year. I still believe that Russell Wilson, top three, four quarterback in the league, I would argue two. I think if you put him anywhere, Mahomes, I think Brady was so good last year, but Mahomes be Watson, Wilson, Allen, Brady, that's, uh, you know, Rodgers very much argue who wants to be in that second spot behind Patrick Mahomes. Russell Wilson is is elite as it gets as an NFL quarterback, and he is a Hall of Fame talent as of right now in his career, uh, and there should be no reason why he doesn't end up in the Hall of Fame. Uh, so Russell Wilson is one of those guys when he speaks, if he's somewhat available, that's the whole league fire sale, call, call, call. What makes this Russell Wilson story so interesting is what we've gotten from Russell himself, a guy who's historically been very quiet. He ends every interview. He's, he's like, a, you know, his own version of Coach O at LSU ends everything with go Tigers. He ends everything. Go Hawks, go Hawks. Company line, toes the line. Russell Wilson is his company manager can get. Well, he wins the Walter Payton Man of the Year. He goes on this massive press tour. He's at the Super Bowl. 
From reports now that we're getting from stories from out of the athletic and other things that Russell Wilson during the Super Bowl was watching it and just going, what in God's name is going on? Tom Brady at 43 years old gets to choose whatever team he wants to go to, chooses the Bucks, and the Bucks go all in on him. And here's Russell Wilson in the prime of his career in a time when he should be competing for Super Bowls in those NFC Championship games, battling with Aaron Rodgers for NFC supremacy. Stories are coming out that when he has thoughts on what the offense should be doing, Pete Carroll dismisses them, and it, uh, Pete Carroll just cares about running the football and, and his old-school style of offense. Well, now we're getting even more stories out that Paul Allen, the Seahawks owner, when he passed away a couple years ago, Pete Carroll has basically had control over the organization. Paul Allen's sister is kind of running the day-to-day as the uh, owner of the team. She's the owner, but, I mean, there's not exactly necessarily the decisions being made, and a lot of it's just being entrusted to Pete. Pete, now we're getting stories out that has had struggles with Russell. Him and Russell are just not really seeing eye-to-eye. They want to do different things. They see the football Offense in this in the 2021 modern NFL differently. And nothing could be further confirmed to me in that regard than the fact that Pete Carroll had the audacity to actually interview Adam Gase as his offensive coordinator. I, rem- I said it on the show. Russell Wilson should be historically offended by that, and it sounds like he has been, and he is. Russell Wilson also seeing... What other quarterbacks are doing, Aaron Rodgers is not afraid to go to the media, use his agent, use the media as a tool to show displeasure, to get the fans on your side. Listen, fans have every right, I think, as we now start to see in the NFL. If you have one of these elite guys, if you have a Deshaun Watson, if you have a Tom Brady, a Patrick Mahomes, an Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, we are starting to see now with Brady's travel to Tampa – These elite of the elite quarterbacks are way more important than whatever you think of your head coach and the structure of your organization. And if these quarterbacks, especially those upper echelon top three, four guys in the league, are saying or wanting some input on things, they absolutely deserve it. They should have it. And it's proven that the more input they have, the more comfort they feel, the more your teams are winning. Now, obviously, the more that your head coach and your quarterback are just on the same page, that's even better. We see that in Kansas City. We saw that in the second half in Tampa. We saw that for years in New Orleans with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. We want those two entities to be moving smoothly together. And if your head coach, Pete Carroll, is frustrated with Russell Wilson and and, and not happy with this quarterback and, and thinks that his offense and what he wants to run is more important than what Russell's trying to do. It makes even more sense now why Russell Wilson is coming out and saying, I'm frustrated. I'm done. I I have a no trade clause. I'm not saying I want to be traded, but if you're going to trade me, here's four teams that I'd be interested in being traded to. And this is where it gets interesting. So there is real discord. We know that what's going on in Seattle. Pete and Russell not seeing eye-to-eye in this sense. And then Russell's agent drops then the bombshell. 
the things that we can all look at and go, this is information. This is fascinating. Where's Russell's head at with these four teams? So, he lists Dallas, New Orleans, the Vegas Raiders, and the Chicago Bears. First off, yes, you heard me right. If you're new to this, the Bears made a list. (laughs) The Bears made a good list to be on. An elite quarterback says you are on my list. And I think all four teams make a ton of sense. I get why all four teams would be interested in Russell. And I get why Russell would be interested in all four teams. So let's go through it, all right, shall we? Number one, Dallas. Dallas makes a ton of sense. Russell Wilson and his beautiful wife, Ciara, want to be in a more glamorous market. Russell Wilson is is putting his Mr. Unlimited brand out there. There's no better job in sports than the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott will can attest to that. The fact that the uh, commercials you make, how much you're talked about on sports radio, how much you're talked about on ESPN, the amount of primetime games you get, the interviews he'll get with Troy Aikman and and, and Joe Buck and the Fox crew, they're going to be on every Sunday, 3 o'clock window, Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Huge for Russell Wilson's brand. But also, the Dallas Cowboys have struggled they are a laughing stock for a lot of us on the internet in the world of Twitter, too, of Cowboys are irrelevant. Cowboys haven't won Super Bowl in the year, since the 90s. They talk about this, and they're just living off their cred from the 90s. Russell knows if he could be the guy that brings a second Super Bowl to Dallas, monumental. I mean, that would cement him and move him up in the all-time tier of quarterback rankings. Huge. It reminds me a lot of what we talked about with Aaron Rodgers and what we talked about just the other day with Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady with the Super Bowl. Quarterbacks, they understand legacy. Russell Wilson's already a Hall of Famer. But if Russell Wilson wants to move ahead of the Steve Youngs, wants to move ahead of the Drew Breeses, these big names, he knows a second Super Bowl And bringing a second Super Bowl to a Super Bowl-starved city is massive. It's massive. So Dallas makes sense there. Also, Dallas, he knows his owner's going to be behind him. He knows they're going to spend money. He's got weapons already. Uh, The offensive line is banged up, but they obviously it's going to focus for Dallas to improve on. And for Dallas, it makes all the sense in the world because you're spending the same money as you're going to – what Dak would want – as what Russell's contract already takes. So it's a massive upgrade for Dallas at quarterback. I don't think anyone would argue that, Russell over Dak. And it makes sense for Russell for where he wants to go. New Orleans, very similarly. New Orleans has a ton of offensive talent. They have a coach that is offensive-minded who would work hand-in-hand with Russell to figure out the system. And in a lot of ways... Sean Payton's been limited by Drew Brees. We see that Sean Payton has to bring in his gadget quarterbacks to throw the deep ball. Russell throws one of the top deep balls in the in NFL history. The breadbasket deep ball, those high-arcing deep balls. So I think offensively it makes sense. Again, a city that I don't know if Ciara would love to be in New Orleans. You'd certainly like to be in it more than you would Seattle, tucked away in upper uh, northwest part of the country. New Orleans is quick travel to everyone else, but New Orleans and Russell, 
Massive primetime appeal. If he can be the guy that brings another Super Bowl to New Orleans, uh, elevates him immediately of, above Drew Brees, maybe not in New Orleans lore, but in all-time rankings, stuff like that, it's a huge win for both brands in that way. And New Orleans needs a quarterback on a long-term deal. That would solve that problem for them as well. Vegas. Vegas is very interesting. Vegas, I think Russell could appeal to the fact that he is the good guy quarterback. He's uber-religious, Mr. Unlimited, kind of awkward. I think he knows that he'd have security with John Gruden. I think he knows that him and John Gruden would get to talk daily about what they want to do. Let's have an open dialogue. Let's hit this spider two wide banana. <laughs> Let's keep all these plays going, unlike he has with Pete. I also think that Russell sees the appeal in Vegas and being able to bring a starved, losing franchise to a winning platform. I think he knows the the duels that he would get, primetime duels with him and Justin Herbert and him and Patrick Mahomes in division would be massive, massive primetime appeal. And if you're Ciara and your ideal is to be in L.A., you're not going to be in L.A. They got uh, their two quarterbacks in L.A. Vegas is as close as you're going to be to L.A. without being in L.A. And she could live in L.A. realistically, and the travel is so quick and so easy. So Vegas makes sense. Now, if I'm Russell, Vegas football-wise may be the least desirable because do I really want to go against Patrick Mahomes two times a year for the next decade? Russell's already said he wants to play for another almost decade. He's 32. He wants to play into his 40s. Do I really want to battle Justin Herbert? That's a lot to ask uh, for Russell Wilson. And so branding-wise, it makes sense. Living situation, it makes sense. Your wife, it makes sense. Actual football sense, though, that's the one I would say makes the least sense. I mean, Dallas, he'd go win that division. The, the NFC East is a mess. Uh, New Orleans, the NFC South, you got to deal with Brady for another year or two, and then it's your division. And then it brings me... To bear down Chicago Bears. If I am Ryan Pace, and God, I wish I was for the next two months, just to make the decisions for him, I would be calling Seattle every day. And I would say there's no price that's too high to pay. I would immediately offer a package that included a, an Akeem Hicks, a Kyle Fuller, Pete Carroll wants defense. Uh, Khalil Mack would be on the table, money-wise, especially to make it work. I would also be willing to give up more than three first-round picks. I would go to four. I would certainly start with three and a bunch of third and fourth rounders. And I would, I would, I would offer everything, the Sears Tower included. Anything and everything, it's like I said with Deshaun Watson. There is no price too high to pay for a franchise that's never had a quarterback throw for 4,000 yards and a franchise that's never had a quarterback throw for more than 30 touchdowns. There is zero price that's too high to pay. And for the Bears, you look at it, while your offensive line is not in great shape, there's pieces there with white hair that's locked up, Daniels that's locked up, Mustafer, you have some guys you really like. Tackles are an issue. 
can address those of the draft free agency, bringing guys in. But you also have young talent for Russell. Obviously, you'd want to re-sign Allen Robinson. But you have Cole Komet. You have Mooney. You have Miller. You have some other pieces. And Russell makes everyone better. Now, again, it wouldn't necessarily mean the Bears would be um, Super Bowl favorite Super Bowl contenders. They would certainly be playoff contenders. Russell makes everyone better on offense. If you can keep enough pieces on defense, if you can keep Roquan Smith, if you can keep... um, some of these other young guys. I mean, obviously, you want to keep Eddie Jackson. You want to keep Kyle Fuller. But you're going to need to give Pete one or two star defensive players that he can control to build his defense. If they want to treat Cohen, if the, hell, if they want David Montgomery, they want a running back. There's no price that's too high to pay. It's the same thing I said with Deshaun Watson. The, thing, the difference is Russell Wilson has said he wants to be there. And Russell Wilson knows you're going to give up a lot to get him. And I get it. Tyler, I agree. Comment on our Facebook feed. The cap, Seattle, it doesn't make a ton of sense for them to trade him. Unless the relationship's that bad and Russell really wants out. And and, and for the cap hit, yes. But then if you're Seattle, you have to offer, uh, you know, if the Bears need to get a third trade partner in there for Seattle to then pay very little to the quarterback position in a, in a some sort of sign and trade with Mitchell Trubisky. If Seattle wants to run the football, play action, short passing game, efficient, Mitchell's your guy. Sign and trade. I mean, there's options out there. And if I'm Ryan Pace, I'm the Chicago Bears, you need to be calling everyone these options. I think Russell makes sense on all four of them. I think all four make sense for Russell Wilson. Do I think Russell Wilson is going to start the season next year in Seattle? Yeah, if I had to bet, yeah, I would. But this is legitimate. There's a reason we're talking about it right now. There's unrest in Seattle. It's sleepless in Seattle right now. And the Bears are on a list. I think all four of these teams, New Orleans, Dallas, Vegas, and Chicago, all need to be calling Seattle every day. If they're smart, you would. There's no price that's too high to pay to get yourself a surefire Hall of Famer in the prime of his career at the quarterback position. You're listening on The Mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. On The Mark, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Check them out, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, Faith Family Giving Back. When we come back, all-star reserves are out. We have the whole all-star teams. If you're going to use the word snubs, I'm going to challenge you on it. That coming up next. Live and local on News Talk 1070 KHMO. It's on the mark here. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. I've got muscular dystrophy. During COVID-19, kids like me are at a greater risk, but the Muscular Dystrophy Association is here to help. MD is what ensures they receive critical medical care at one of over 150 care centers. Please visit helpmda.org. We're KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. That's right, it's on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. They got over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. They have everything that you're looking for. They have what I was looking for. I, I got a used vehicle from Cunis Honda Hyundai. It was not a Honda Hyundai. But right now they also have Hondas and Hyundais 
brand new ones, 0%, closing out those end-of-the-month deals. They're going to do your taxes for you as well. Bring in your W-2s, put a down payment. Don't even need to wait for the money. Just put that money right towards new vehicle, no payments. It's incredible what they're doing. Cunis Honda Hyundai, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you. All right. Uh, let's focus now, shift our focus to the NBA. In the middle of the NBA season, All-Star Weekend is coming on up. We talked about the All-Star starters last week, and I focused a lot about how uh, the West is still more loaded at the top-end talent, uh, in the starters at least, in that category. I'm going to focus here on the All-Star Reserves. And one of the words that bugs me in the world of sports, so one of the things I try to do on the show with you, my listeners, all the time, and I said it from day one, I will always try to elevate you above the dumb guy at the bar stool who's on his fourth Bud Light who thinks he's making some sort of big point. You know what I mean? I'm always trying to get you to think above and beyond and to back any of that up. Whatever dumb point you want to make, hey, I make plenty of dumb points, but I'm going to try and back it up with some real hardcore uh, evidence, some real hardcore facts, stats, whatever it may be. So the dumb guy argument when the NBA All-Star comes out, it's a lot like the Pro Bowl or anything else. Is, oh, well, this guy was snub, 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 snub. I'm okay with using the term snubbed, and someone was snubbed, but then you need to show me who they are replacing. If that person is snubbed, they didn't make an All-Star game, who are you replacing it with? I need a name. I need you to, I need, I, let's start the debate. Let's get on first take. Let's start the debate. So here's who is the Eastern Conference uh, All-Star Game Reserve. So we'll go conference by conference here. Uh, Jalen Brown from the Celtics gets his first All-Star selection. James Harden, the Nets, his ninth All-Star selection. My guy, Zach Levine, you know I've been pushing for this, well-deserved, his first All-Star selection. Julius Randle of the Knicks, first All-Star selection. Ben Simmons of the 76ers, third all-star selection for the 24-year-old. God, he's still so young. Uh, Jason Tatum of the Celtics, his second all-star selection. And we just got the word that he is now going to be a starter replacing Kevin Durant and then Nikola Vucevic of the Magic. I like him a ton. What a great player just kind of buried down in Orlando, his second all-star selection. So, those are the, the, that is your reserves. Now, we also now know that DeMontis Sabonis of the Pacers is going to be slotted in. Now that Tatum moves in for KD, Sabonis moves in, uh, in that spot. So then I would say to you, who are the people? This is a great article, uh, from The Ringer. And I want to give shout out to, uh, Dan Devine, uh, at The Ringer for putting this together. And, he says here what he, what he would classify as his snub. So if we look at the Eastern Conference, he lists Sabonis. So now Sabonis is in. And the other three Eastern guys he lists as snubs would be Chris Middleton, Bam Adebayo, and Jimmy Butler. So let's break this down with those three names versus the guys who made it. I agree. If Jimmy Butler, I would list as a guard, uh, and I would list uh, – you know, it's, it's also part of it. It's hard, hard is who you list as a guard or so forward. I agree, yes. Chris Middleton, I think, is a better player right now than a Julius Randle. I think he's a better player right now than a Vucevic. I think he's a, you could argue he's a better player than a Jalen Brown. I think Jimmy Butler is a better player than 
Simmons, Levine, Randall, Vucevic, Brown, pretty much everyone but James Harden on the Eastern Conference pool of reserves. And I also think that Bam out of Bayou, I would rather have him than a Julius Randle on my team. And I would argue, I, I could argue I'd rather have him than Sabonis even. It's tough. I, I like Vucevic's ability to spread the floor of the three. I think I'd like him on my modern NBA team as opposed to a Bam out of Bayou, but it's very close. So, why, yes, I, I Mark Espen, believe Jimmy Butler is a better player than the majority of the players on this Eastern Conference All-Star Reserve pool. This is where it gets tricky when you say, were they snubbed? By pure talent, yes, Jimmy Butler is a pure more talent on talent loan snub, but he's missed a ton of time, and the Heat, until the past five games, they've won five straight now, have massively underperformed this year. It's also why I struggle with all-star games and all-star appearances. Do they mean as much as what I've always contended, NFL All-Pro and NBA All-Pro teams? Jimmy Butler, if he stays now healthy and leads his team, his heat, to where they should be in a top five seed in the East, he'll make an NBA uh, all, uh, all NBA team. Deservedly so, over some of these guys on this list. But do I think Julius Randle deserves a ton of recognition for where he has the Knicks this year and he's playing great basketball? Yes. And you can give him an all-star nod. Does he get an all-NBA nod? We'll see how the end of the season goes. You know what I'm trying to say? So this is where I'm trying to make this distinction, this argument. If you're going to be the drunk guy at the bar saying, Bam out of Bayou snubbed, while I agree on talent, I don't really think he should replace anyone on this list because of where they are, where they were in the first half of the season. That makes sense? And yes, Tyler, I agree. I would love Vooch on the Bulls. I'd love him on the Bulls. So... You understand what I'm saying there. Now, Chris Middleton is a guy who I would argue I do think got snubbed. Because as much as I love Jalen Brown, and the NBA is all about trying to promote young stars, I would definitely have Middleton over Brown because the Celtics have been god-awful this year. They're really struggling. And Middleton has been, at times, the best player for the Bucks, And I do think the Bucks' success... A lot of it will be about having the ball in Middleton's hands. You're seeing this a little bit lately, how they are giving Middleton a little bit more responsibilities. He's a poor man's Kevin Durant. And if you are the guy who is the poor man's Kevin Durant in the league, because he's better than Brandon Ingram, if you're the poor man's Kevin Durant, you're you're a, you're a an all-star caliber player, especially if your team is winning games and is a top seed in the East, which Milwaukee is. Uh, so that's where I feel in the Eastern Conference. Now, in the Western Conference... We've already gotten the news that Devin Booker is replacing Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, eight-time All-Star. D- Anthony Davis is an All-Star. He's an All-Star. Paul George, seven-time All-Star. Rudy Gobert, the Jazz, second-time All-Star. Very well-deserved. Damian Lillard, six-time All-Star. Very well-deserved. Could have been a starter, in my opinion. Donovan Mitchell, like his Jazz teammate Rudy Gobert, well-deserved. You can, the Jazz are the best team in the league right now, and you cannot argue that who's one is more deserving than the other in Mitchell and Gobert. They're so both interchangeable with how good they are, uh, each one of them, uh, for the success of the team. Chris Paul, 11-time All-Star for the Suns, and then Zion Williamson, first-time All-Star. All right, 
So back to my guy from the ringer, Dan Devine. He says in the West, the, the snubs, Booker, well, he's in now. And then you have Mike Conley, DeMar DeRozan. So again, while I agree with you on talent, I do, I, I do not think Mike Conley deserves this. I think he's wrong there. I do I do understand what he's trying to say. The point he's trying to make is that, hey, Mike Conley is, has one B level as much to do with the success of the Jazz. If the Jazz are this good right now, should he be recognized? I can see that argument being made. I wouldn't make it. Devin Booker deserves to make it, but here's the interesting thing is I think Devin Booker should have been voted in ahead of Paul George. Paul George is having a very nice season, and I do think that Paul George is an all-star level player, but if I'm going to remove one of these players and put Paul George, uh, and put Devin Booker in, I'm not, remo- I'm not touching Mitchell, I'm not touching Chris Paul, I'm not touching Damian Lillard. So then it goes to Paul George, and I can argue that people saying Booker over over Paul George, that's fine with me. Now that Booker's in, it all works out. It's the same. It's you know, I think that's also part of it too. Uh, and Zion deserves it. He's his defense is terrible, but Zion deserves it for a couple reasons. You want to start propping Zion up as a star in the league, and his offense is insane. The guy is such a load and a ton to handle. Um, overall. It is interesting to see a lot more age in the Western Conference. Eighth appearance for Davis. Seventh appearance for George. Sixth appearance for Lillard. Eleventh appearance for Chris Paul. Versus the East, we only have one guy who's like that. Harden has nine. Uh, Simmons has three. Everyone else is two or, or fewer. So younger talent in the East, newer talent in the East. Zion's the one real young guy I guess Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, they've been around the league a little longer, but second all-star appearance. But Zion's the one, you know, young, young guy. And then Booker, I guess. Uh, but it's interesting. It's just a, a, a balancing. All I'm saying is the point of this is, first off, hey, I just love talking about NBA stars. But the other thing is, if you're going to talk snubs, I'm okay with that. Just then tell me who you're replacing them with. So the few that I would make the argument for is I would put Middleton over Jalen Brown, and I would have voted Booker over Paul George. They're both in now. Middleton's not. I do think he's the one legitimate snub, you can argue. You're listening on the market. News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. Stick around. Thoughts on Tiger Woods. Also, Deshaun Watson spoke with his coach. What do we know? We've got those two topics here to end the show. We're live and local, it's on the market. News Talk 1070 KHMO. Did you know that lung cancer screening saves lives? Lung cancer kills more people than breast, colorectal, and prostate cancers combined. New treatments have improved survival. So does lung cancer screening. The American Cancer Society urges adults ages 55 and older with a long history of smoking, even if they have quit, to talk with their doctor about lung cancer screening. If you smoke... Ask your doctor to help you quit. Visit the National Lung Cancer Roundtable at nlcrt.org. Benefitscheckup.org is a free website where people over 60 can see if they qualify to help pay for food, medicine, even utilities. Benefitscheckup.org helped me get $1,200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. 
calm today with a high of 59. Winds out of the south, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Overcast skies tonight, chance for scattered rain showers, lows dip down to about 42. Tomorrow, highs around 52. High of 46, Monday, under sunny skies. 49, Tuesday, chance for scattered rain showers. Right now, 39. Welcome on back to On the Mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. On the Mark is brought to you by Cunis Country, Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Tax time they're going to bring your W-2s in, they'll do your taxes for you, and they will put what you get on your refund immediately in your new car. You can walk out of the dealership today with a new vehicle. 0% on Hondas. We don't know how long that's going to last. Select Hondas. 0% on Hyundais. Get in. Get yourself into a new vehicle. As the weather is turning, uh, not as bad a day. It's going to be a gorgeous day to go out there and uh, shops for some vehicles. All right. Let's move on. The other big news of this week Tiger Woods. So obviously when the news happened, it's a gut-wrenching feeling. I think so many of us had high hopes for Tiger. I talked about it two weeks ago on the show. I get up for golf majors. I, I rarely, rarely, rarely will watch a golf tournament that's not one of the four majors. And I love watching the four majors. I think the watching the four golf majors is some of the best television. The weekend of Augusta. And the weekend of the Masters is a top three sports weekend, in my opinion, in the sports calendar. It is up there with Super Bowl weekend, uh, you know, NFC, AFC Championship weekend, and then the, the Masters. And the, and so much of golf and, and, and all of our appeal for tuning into golf has everything, a lot of it to do with Tiger Woods. For the people like me who are not just sitting there watching the Phoenix Open and who are not sitting there just watching the random BMW whatever in wherever, I can't even list the names. I can't even make up tournaments because I don't watch them. But I am a – I know golfers. I love betting watching the majors. Tiger is so much of the driving force to why you watch those majors. And this is devastating to golf. It's devastating, obviously, to Tiger and his family, his recovery. And, you know, this is a sports show. And, and, and the humanity in it is that, good Lord, this icon, this legend, this Mount Rushmore athlete, Tiger Woods, who is larger than the sport, larger than life. I mean, in my lifetime, 30 years old, Tiger, MJ, Serena, LeBron, I mean, the Tom Brady, I probably put over LeBron is Serena right there. Tom, Tiger, MJ, LeBron, Serena, Federer, fill in that fourth. Uh, like Mount Rushmore of athletes in my lifetime. Transcend sport. You wish him health. You wish him a recovery. Uh, he got transferred to Mount Sinai Hospital, uh, which is one of the best of the best there in L.A., uh, an elite, elite hospital for some more now cleanup surgeries, pins and screws in the legs. The thing that Tiger's got to watch out for, a lot of the what I'm reading is the the injury kind of had an Alex Smith-type feel to it where bones poking through the legs. So now the key for Tiger is avoiding those infections because that's where it went south for, for Alex Smith. And then he had to get the skin grafts. He had to take chunks of his leg out. That's why his leg all looks so messed up. Tiger 
if he can get healthy, stay healthy, I, I, I would, it would obviously no golf in, in the next calendar year. The earliest we'd be talking about golf for Tiger is can he be in shape to play golf the middle of next year, maybe end of next year? But most likely we're not talking about Tiger until Augusta 2023. And if that's the case, I'm comfortable with that because you hope that gives Tiger so much time. If I'm Tiger, this is also your get-out-of-jail-free card to just take the year off. I mean, a, a whole year. Focus on those legs. Let the back get back to his 100% as his back's going to be. He just had a back surgery I'm sure his back got messed up in the crash and he had other injuries dealing with, probably shoulder injuries, uh, maybe some elbow injuries as your joints are tight and you're rolling around in the car like that. Uh, but for me, best case scenario, if I'm Tiger, a complete year off of golf, get that body as healthy as possible. And again, like we saw him rise to the top of that 2019 Masters, which is to me one of the gr- top five greatest sports moments of my lifetime, crying like a, an adult man crying at another man accomplishing something, watching it on TV. Uh, for Tiger to have a comeback and for him to be in competition, imagine if Tiger's on the leaderboard on Sunday at Augusta National in 2023. As sports fans, I mean, you can't. That is going to be – this guy is already – I think he's a better golfer than anyone else. I get it. Jack's got the numbers. But Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer of all time, in my opinion. Uh, that will just add to the legacy that is Tiger. Even if he doesn't win another major, if he's in competition again for majors, Tiger Woods at this at now at any point in time in his life at this point, that again adds to the lore, the legend that is Tiger. But right now, I just wish wish him health. Uh, you know, with his, so he can be with his kids and his family, and uh, uh, thoughts are with him. And I hope he puts out a message soon. I hope we get word from him and see him because I can't imagine what he's going through right now. Devastating. The guy just continues to just you when you once you think the roller coasters there's not another hill in the roller coaster. Tiger just his life is uh, is beyond a Greek tragedy at this point. It's insane. It's a Greek tragedy with a redemption story. Back to another tragedy with a redemption story. To another tragedy with a redemption story. Uh, Tiger, thinking about you, man. And uh, I just want to see you back out there, healthy and competing whenever that may be. And I'll be watching. And for golf, you watch, the ratings are not going to be the same. They're just not. And and that's another golf issue. We've talked about golf's bigger issue. Brooks Kepka needs to go on a run. They need to get these guys like a Kepka, a Rory, a Spieth to get back in, get a run. Two, three, majors, dominate, get the storylines. Can they go for a grand slam? Can they win two in a row? Can they win three in a row? They need that. They need one of these guys to step up, not to be Tiger, but to get buzz, get buzz, get clicks, get talk, uh, and uh, golf needs a bad this year. Justin Thomas, one of these young guys, come on, going to run, going to run. Uh, Justin Johnson, let's go. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap up the show talking to Sean Watson, spoke with his coach. The quotes are out. Dive into it. Watson and what, what's what's going on. I think the Texans, again, just making huge mistakes. Live and local, it's on the mark on News Talk 1070, KHMO and the KHMO app. I'm Giovanni Smith. Welcome to Heartbeat. I love to go shopping. I can spend hours at the mall going from store to store, trying on shoes, clothes, and jewelry. 
There are times when I run into the issue when it comes to my shopping. I've become so accustomed to getting paid and hitting all the stores, but not really honoring the Lord of my finances. Hebrews remind us that we should keep ourselves free from the love of money and trust the Lord because he will never forsake us. What a great reminder that our focus should be on God and what he provides and not about what we want. Harpy is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Because of you, I found the resources I needed. Because of you, I found the right doctor. Because of you, I'm not alone. These are words we cherish at the Sarcoma Alliance. Each year, thousands of Americans of all ages are diagnosed with sarcoma, the rare 1% of all cancers. The Sarcoma Alliance is there during their difficult journey, providing education, guidance, and connection. Learn more at sarcomaalliance.org. Sponsored by the Sarcoma Alliance. We are Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here News Talk 1070 KHMO in the KHMO app. Uh, thank you for making us a part of your Saturday morning. As always, you can follow along on the Facebook Live as well. That's great. We've had a lot of fun in that. If you're interested in checking out the Facebook Live or staying up to date with me, uh, follow On The Mark KHMO on Facebook. Follow me directly on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. All right, uh, to wrap up the show here now, uh, we got word that uh, Deshaun Watson, he actually met with the new Houston Texans coach, David Culley, at the end of last week, Cully has informed the team of what him and Watson's meeting was and that Watson was very firm, said, David, nothing against you, but I have no intention of suiting up in a Houston Texans uniform ever again. Now, Cully is stuck between a rock and a hard place, a massive rock and a hard place. And if I'm David Cully, the new head coach, I am going to Easterby, I'm going to Nick Casario, I'm going to the owners, I'm going to anyone who will listen to me and say, we have we have fudged this up so bad. The moment Deshaun Watson said he wanted out, the trade calls you were getting were the best you were going to get. They were going to be the biggest deals, the best deals. I bet at one point in time the Jets offered that number two pick and multiple other picks. I have a feeling there was other incredible, incredible offers from my team included all these other teams. And it's screw, you screwed it up. And if I'm David Culley, why am I talking to my Texans and I'm saying we need to make this happen? Because if, you, if you're Culley at this point, your career as a head coach is now going to be tied to the fact that you're dealing with this mess. And you want to start fresh. If I'm a brand new head coach and I'm a brand new GM like they have in Houston, what do we always talk about? New head coach, new GM, they want to get their guy. They want to get a new quarterback. Now, unless Deshaun Watson's really happy, (laughs) unless you have Aaron Rodgers and you're in Green Bay and he he wants to be there, you got to go get a guy. And, and, and Houston has screwed this up so bad now because I'm sure the offers are now drying up in the sense of, hey, does Deshaun Watson want to play with me? Russell Wilson gave the list. Here's who I want to play with. 
that gave power to those four teams. No, they have to outbid each other. And Seattle, in a weird way, is sitting kind of pretty, saying, hey, guys, I just got off the phone with Vegas. Uh, Chicago's offering more. What are you offering? Like, they can play against each other. Houston has not that luxury. And if I'm Houston, the most important thing to do is to replace Deshaun Watson. And the best thing to do is to replace him with a high-end quarterback in this draft. You're not going to get Trevor Lawrence, so who else can you get? Can you get Zach Wilson? Can you get Fields? Can you get Trey Lance? Can you get Teddy Bridgewater and all that? Can you get Nick Foles and all that? What are the deals? Make it happen. End this. It's not you. You are not going to win with Deshaun Watson sitting out. He'll sit out. He'll do it. He's young. He's already dealt with too many injuries. I think Deshaun Watson is very serious about sitting out, and I think he should be. And if I and if I'm the the Texans, make the deal happen now. Get it done. Get, get rid of this bad press. And if you're Jack Easterby. And Nick Casario, stop having people like me talk about it and inform my listeners how much of a joke you are, which you are a joke, and your organization is a disaster. Make it happen. Get some positive spin. Get the Teddy Bridgewater deal done. Get him in-house. Go draft a quarterback. Get the number two pick from the Jets. Start having some good press, good publicity. Make good things happen as I'm throwing my pen across the studio. I'm fired up about it. Lots of things. All right. I think it is newsworthy that uh, that David Culley is informed and, and he's now got the, the word. And I think it's good for Deshaun Watson to sit down man-to-man with David Culley. It's not David Culley's fault. And uh, it's it's your organization's fault. And if you're David Culley, plead, text, call, f- sit down face-to-face with anyone you can in that organization. Say, get me some players who want to be here. This guy doesn't want to be here. That's not good for anyone. Show me some respect if I'm David Culley. Get me a quarterback who wants to be here, wants to play for the Texans. This guy doesn't. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, tuning in here on a Saturday morning. That was episode 75 of On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 Cage Mo, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. Uh, things I'm looking forward to this weekend. We got some great NBA action coming on up and uh, uh, NHL action. Shout out to my Blackhawks. Little shout out to my Blackhawks. They are two what two points out of first. I uh, listen. They're surprising everyone. Uh, some good NBA games tonight. Uh, you know some good stuff. Uh, Mavs Nets Bulls back in action coming on up here soon. Uh, shout out to my Bulls turning around. They're just out of the playoffs here now with that loss last night. Bad loss unraveled last night. Got to beat Toronto here on Sunday. NASCAR action Miami. Already put some money on my guy, Brad Keselowski. If you're not watching NASCAR, still plenty of time to get into it. They're in Miami. They've been in Daytona, Daytona, now Miami. I like that they're limiting travel, staying to the good weather. Exciting race to watch on Sunday. I will definitely be checking it out. Uh, Hopefully you as well. As we look ahead to next week, let me know. Reach out on the Facebook page, on Twitter, at Mark Hesman. Hey, I want your thoughts on this. Let's break down this. Let's talk about this. As long as it's not total total crazy rumor, 
wacko stuff, I'm in. Let's have some fun with it. It's the it's the NFL offseason. We got to fill some time. We'll get into college basketball here in a little bit as well. I know March Madness coming around. It's on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Thank you so much for making us part of your morning. Shout out to the great people at Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. See you next week. Ready to create your own?